1: Com. Today on the Zaydecast,
2: what is wrong with Antonio Brown's feet? Oh, disgusting. And how much buyer's remorse do you think the Raiders have right now? Notorious Jay with lots to catch up on, including the LeBron Traversy, Baltimore, and Rats. All that plus toe-sucking goes mainstream. Your bonus, 40 minutes of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Tuesday, August 6, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Kudos and regrets media-wise here in D.C. Kudos to Carol Maloney, our friend who was on the Steakhouse Confidential. Just, she's every bit as delightful as she sounds, people. I know I got a lot of response going, man, that Carol's amazing. I had no idea. Like, I, you know, I'm not from the D.C. area. I've never seen her on TV. But she was so much fun to talk to and so smart and Sassy. And I said, yeah, she's, she's good, man. She's a unicorn. Very rare. Carol Maloney has a new radio gig. She'll be on Andy's station, uh, doing 10 to noon or something like that. And I guess Andy is going to help her out and work alongside her and good for her, man. Good for her and good for Andy. He gets to, he gets to look across the console at easily the best looking radio host I think I've ever seen in my career. So kudos to Carol Maloney for that. She's back in the saddle Uh, Doing something fun. And kudos to Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post. Jerry Brewer is a columnist. He's been a local D.C. sports columnist for, I don't want to say the number of years. I always underestimate these. Let's call it five years at least. And he's been excellent. He has been the most insightful, cut to the chase, take no prisoners, but be fair about it, columnist in this town. And he just announced that his role with the Washington Post will be changing to that of a national sports columnist, so he'll be unbound from just writing about the Redskins, the Wizards, the Capitals, et cetera, and the Nats. He'll be able to write about anything and everything. And I thought, well, that's good. He's happy about it. He says he's moving his family back to Seattle, Washington. Good for him. And uh, he will still write about local teams when merited, but he does not... Uh, need to just focus on them. I, I couldn't be happier for him, although I am sad because, like I said, he held the local teams to account, and he cut to the core of whatever issue was at hand better than about any other scribe in town not named Tom Boswell. And Tom Lavero is very good as well. But Brewer did a great job. Jerry, congratulations. Kudos to you. And he says he spends his life anyway on a plane, so... Where he actually sleeps when he's home doesn't really matter. Guess what? A fight broke out at the Texans and Packers joint practice. Oh, shock. Here, this is me doing on my podcast the Macaulay Culkin hands-to-the-face shocked look. I told you this was going to happen. Nobody was hurt, though, but it was something they were hoping to avoid. J.J. Watt participated, as did all the Texans. In the American Family Insurance Dream Drive. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I don't have a bell on here. Uh, we have major corporations sponsoring this event, which is great. JJ, though, rode an impossibly tiny bicycle that broke, apparently, when he put his two hundred and what, sixty-five, two hundred and eighty-five pound frame on it. The Texans say they will uh absolutely uh replace the bike or fix it. At no cost to the league, and at no cost (laughs) to the little boy or girl that donated that bike. The LA Rams are offering season tickets for just $250. A game? No. For the whole season. That's eight regular season, plus two preseason. The game day pass for the Rams includes tickets to all eight home games, at the Coliseum, that's 31 bucks per game, seats will be selected by the Rams prior to each game, and the locations may change, which I would imagine fans would be okay with. This is a reasonable, sensible season ticket package. More stadiums should go to that. But it is the Coliseum, and a lot of those seats are pretty darn shitty uh, if you go sit in them way far away from the action. On the uniform front, Michigan State unveiled a new look, a new alternate. And boy, is it terrible. It's the traditional dark forest green of Michigan State, a naked side on the helmet with a logo, with a logo only on one side, like the Steelers, and neon state in lettering and neon pants. Neon green, that is. Ugh. Awful. At Alabama practice this summer, somebody posted a photo of what would be the first alternate Alabama helmets used in a long, long time, if ever. I don't know when they've ever used one in a game, but man, did they look hot as shit. White helmet, gray face mask, and the iconic script Alabama A in crimson red. On the helmet. Oh, oh! I, I just why? Wow. Those are some gorgeous helmets, boy. I, I, sure would wish Nick Saban you'd wear them in a game sometime. I'd, I really would enjoy seeing them in action. <laughs> wow! I don't think they're gonna use them. I don't know if they're gonna use them. They don't really use alternates at Alabama, but man, if they do, those would be, as the kids say, straight fire. Alright, enough of me jib-jabbing. Let's get to the notorious, J-A-Y. Hello? I am five minutes early. Forgive me, my that's, dear friend. That's quite alright. I figured you'd be ready anyway. Jay was out at dinner tonight. Pushed it back yes. to about 9pm. How was the supper, my friend?
3: Fine. And we, and, we, and we went
2: to Baltimore and ate. Oh my god.
3: And, our, and we, we lived
2: oh my god oh here we go and we are off and running everybody all right we got a lot to catch how up gonna,
3: on how are you doing by the way can i ask that first
2: do you want a full accounting or do you want the cursory accounting? i just
3: i just want to quickly because you were you were almost dead you had a, you had throat cancer
2: oh yeah funny,
3: of course. but you're you're okay
2: I'm, I'm okay. I think it was just overuse. I still think there's a little bit of a, a twang in one of the guitar strings in my neck. But hey, I, I've made a determination today, Jay, that I'm going to attempt. No, I'm just going to do it. Forget attempting, right? Didn't Yoda tell us, Jay, do or do not do? There best, is yeah, no gr- try.
3: Best advice in the history
2: of man. Exactly. I am going to commit myself to being not a pussy when it comes to my health and things that I fear in terms of my health. Like today, okay, I had to go get a blood draw because I'm on an anti-rheumatic medication called Enbrel. You've probably seen it advertised out the door and up to the moon and back on television uh, because it's a drug that a fair number of people need to combat a autoimmune disease that can be progressive. It's a great drug. It's uh, uh, It does carry with it some risks, but I'm thankful that they invented it because it has really helped save my joints and help slow down the progression of this awful disease. Okay, so I ran out of the prescription for the Enbrel, and I had to get it refilled, and the doctor would not refill even a temporary prescription of it until I got blood work done, and I wasn't afraid of the needle getting the blood work. I was afraid of what the blood work would show. And I'm like, oh, God, but what if the markers are really high? And Oh, God, what if it's progressing further? And then I said, hey, fucking sack up, you pussy, and realize you're not going to die, at least not yet. We're all going to die eventually of something. But it's it, whatever the numbers are is whatever they are. Better to know about them, and maybe the doctor can say, hey, we want to get these numbers back in line by doing this and this now. Stop being such a pussy. There. Done. That, that's how I'm doing right now, Jay. How are you?
3: I'm, I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Always remember, there's somebody in Istanbul, Turkey, who has what you have, but they don't have a great uh, pharmaceutical plan, and they're going to die in like a week oh. because they don't have the medicine for it.
2: Remember Absolutely. That. And there are people that have battled back. From some of the most severe injuries and traumas, and have run marathons, and have climbed Mount Everest, and have generally made people like me look soft. Well, so, so time so to sack were, up and get going on this. Okay. That said, so on your, on your
3: hiatus, by the way, there was some news. Do would tell. You like to, would you like? So, two weeks ago on a Monday, I got a call from someone I used to work at, work with at VAL. And this person is now running a station. And they asked me, would I come back and be program director of this station?
2: What? <laughs> you got a I, job offer out of the so, blue. Take yes. it if you want it to be a PD.
3: So I told them, I will give you an answer by the end of the week. Because I was really mulling this over.
2: Oh, and my God. God, Jay, this is, this is,
3: you were, you, you were laid up. I couldn't, I couldn't run this by you. You
2: And how did this come about?
3: You'll love this part. So around Wednesday, I was like, you know what? You can't, I want to do this politics things. I want to run this to the hilt. But I was like, this is a really good gig and I could change stuff. And then on Wednesday, I was reading on Twitter. That there is a new station in DC, and they already have their lineup. And I saw the lineup, and it angered me to no end. Oh boy! So, <laughs> oh, can, can I bring it up? Well,
2: not only can you not, not only can you bring it up, but here's the deal: I talked to Andy yesterday and I congratulated him. I mentioned before I called you tonight. I was happy for Carol because. She is a sweetheart, and I'm glad she's got a job. And as far as Bram goes, I said the Bram I knew before he went off to the Bristol re-education camp was way more fun than the ultra-woke Bram that came back home. But I don't begrudge him having a show. I assume you're talking about that station.
3: The, that lineup to me, Zaven, is the equivalent of hiring Stan Albeck, uh, Rich Kotite, and Doug Moe. <laughs> it, it, it shows. wait a minute
2: wait a minute well stan albeck is an nba x coach formerly of the yes. bulls uh code tight was a about, failed jets dick coach
3: Mata, how about dick Mata? how about ray handley how about I thought, what? all right here
2: pick pick some of the worst coaches from all nice, the dude. different sports who was no, the worst dead. who was the worst baseball manager you can remember
3: phil regan was, a, was the oil guy he was terrible so there you go. Oh no, no no Bobby Valentine.
2: Bobby Valentine. Oh wait a minute. There Bobby Valentine go. went to the World Series, did he not?
3: Lee Mazzilli. How about that? Lee Mazzilli. Lee Mazzilli.
2: Yeah. All right. But, Lee so it's the it's, reason
3: I got up yeah. The, the reason I got upset about this is because those and again, I know they're all your friends, and I love Carol. Carol's wonderful. She's sweet. She's great on television. She's,
2: she's still doing she's still doing the Nat stuff, and Andy told me that apparently The full-time gal is getting is having a child, so she may be out of commission for a while.
3: That's wonderful, but he's great on television. Bram, and that hire to me showed that you have no creativity. You can't think outside, so you just pick the first few people that you know and you gave them jobs. And I said, I can't work in an industry that does that. Ever And, you know, Tony Kornheiser once said, and I know you're not a fan, but Tony Kornheiser once said, and it's, it's the smartest thing ever, radio is run by C-students. I'm guaranteeing <laughs> you that 98% <laughs> of the people who are program directors in radio are not magna or summa cum laude. None
2: of them. they. None of them. Well, I think they're C-students, but they cheated to get the Cs. Yeah.
3: And, and so, so,
2: that, <laughs> so wait a minute. So does this yeah. mean... Because this station is totally unrelated to the offer to get back into radio on but the state the unnamed that. station in Baltimore, in which you could be yeah. program director. I, I mean, saw
3: that and I said I can't go back in this business.
2: So have you have you decided no?
3: Oh, I said it, it was it was, uh, it was two weeks ago, like that Friday. I said thank you so much for thinking of me, but no, wow. I can't go back. Did you try to? I, I can't.
2: Did you name a price?
3: I didn't even get to a price because I was Jay. so angry. Jay. God damn no, it, J- I,
2: Jay! I'm,
3: okay, wait, now I can't, I can't go. I can't go running back to radio. Every I would rather see this political thing through than go running back to radio.
2: Okay, hold on a second. For the first time since I can in a long time, I am actually mad at you. How could you not seek my counsel on this matter? Why? Because you because you were
3: you were this that's when you were sick.
2: It don't matter, bro. I'm here for you. Sick, healthy, on vacation, not on vacation. If you were going to say no, the way you say no is with a dollar figure you think is insane. That's the way you say no. And then if it comes back, we could do that. You go, whoa, hold on a second.
3: I I think this job was like the equivalent of me. Someone coming to me and go, hey, do you want to coach Cleveland State football?
2: Okay, so. Nothing, nothing. Okay. Did uh, dare, dare I ask a very uh, self-absorbed question? Did this oh, offer hey. did this offer get spurned by your regular appearances on a certain podcast? That
3: you no, know? <laughs> nothing to do with that. Damn it! God damn!
2: <laughs> I wanted to be able to poke my chest out and say, "Look at the tentacles of the ZabeCast. Look at the power of what it can do. It can get guys hired." <laughs> well, Jay, and, but, Look, am
3: I, but, but am I wrong for scoffing at the lineup? They didn't think, Here, here's why I say that, because look at you, you are in a market that even though you did stuff there, you don't live there. You're not there every day, but somebody had the wherewithal to go, you know what? This might work. They could have hired some local Joe Schmo from Milwaukee who's done it for years and put him in the morning. But no, somebody said, let's think outside the box. This is not a think outside the box hire. No, you're not. You're not shaking in your shoes going up against Grant. Tell the truth. You're not at all.
2: Well, I mean, I don't shake in my boots going up against anybody. Okay. But- because other than other than a ratings bonus, which has been uh, difficult for me to achieve, and it's only a portion of what my compensation is, I get paid the same either way. And I have learned to adopt a performer's credo that it doesn't matter how many people might be listening Those that do listen love the music I'm playing, so I need to play it with my full heart and give them the best I got, whether it's 2,000 people or 2 million people.
3: Okay. But I know I'm probably, you know, somebody's going to tell those people what I said. I don't care. I know you. But know. I'm sorry. These these are not hires that are, are going to do anything for this station. I'm sorry. Well,
2: nobody. But, but, and, but here's and the, the thing, though.
3: Runs it, big pants. Uh, okay. He's not that great either. So, <laughs> high pants. I'm sorry. High pants, not oh, big Jesus pants. Jesus Christ. High pants. Hey, know, man. Little, hey, little, don't burn. Testy.
2: Hey, burn your own bridges. Don't burn my bridges. I'm,
3: burning all, I don't, I'm not my burning. I'm throwing napalm. I don't care. <laughs> That
2: motherfucker fired me, too, remember? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. That's enough. Neutral corner. Neutral corner. coming in for a standing eight count. Well, look, um, here's the thing uh, about radio. You know, there's ratings, and then there's revenue, and they don't necessarily correspond.
3: That is very true.
2: Sometimes you can have a modestly rated program with a host who is popular enough in certain sectors with certain advertisers for whom that guy has gotten results that generates a tremendous revenue return despite the overall ratings and certain yes. personalities get you in the door. If you are a salesperson with certain my, clients.
3: I like my Francesa.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. By the way, what's going on in the background?
3: Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was, the Bad News Bears movie's on. Sorry, I'm turning. I'm turning it off. Sorry.
2: Okay. All right, let's start with the Baltimore thing and Elijah Cummings and the
3: president.
2: Or do you not want to start with that?
3: I, it it, it was nothing to, first of all, Elijah Cummings district, it has like so many other counties. Baltimore is not the only one. So the president, I, I do want, okay, I do want to bring up something. I want to bring up Whitlock and... LeBron. People of Whitlock's Elk, who have found out that if you're black and you say things to disparage black people, you will get a lot of money and a lot of speaking bonuses. There's a there's a woman who, whose name I can't remember. She was the one that Candace Owens. The president. Oh, oh, my buddies don't buddy around the corner works for her. It's not her. It's another chick. I hate her, too. By the way, how about the it's two?
2: Just, how about the two sassy black women who are big Republicans? They're on YouTube. YouTube stars. Oh, the
3: one. Oh, the ones that the ones that Trump paid. The two anchormen that Trump oh, paid. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, that was a commentary of one Jay Cottrell, Everybody.
3: I, yeah. Don't. am Whitlock. I keep on on Twitter. I keep on wanting to post because you remember Ralph Wiley, right?
2: Oh yeah, the dear Ralph Wiley who passed away. Don Banks passed away too. I I hate to make it a selfish thing, like I texted hey, you. I know. I know. You that. I, know. Yeah. I I know. Don Banks, who we knew. Ralph Wiley, who did shows with us at nine eighty yes. many years ago. Rich Tandler, who covered the Redskins and was on with our shows. I mean, it, it sucks when people in your circle die, and they die way too early. And all three men did absolutely. So yeah, Ralph Wiley, go.
3: So so Whitlock, if you were you may not remember this. Well, Whitlock thought that he was the heir apparent to Ralph Wiley. And one of his last uh, columns at ESPN, you may not remember this, he eviscerated, um, oh my God, what's, oh my God, what's the other writer?
2: Oh, Scoop Jackson. Jackson. He eviscerated
3: Scoop Jackson. We had Scoop Jackson on like the day after that because Whitlock had called him a cartoon, called him a buffoon. So Whitlock was real like pro black then. All of a sudden he has come with this new the LeBron thing. This is the second time he's gone after LeBron. If you remember, he said when LeBron's house got uh when they when they sprayed things on it. Allegedly. He said that was, he, oh are you seriously gonna are you seriously gonna go for that too?
2: I'm just saying the you know well, I mean,
3: allegedly.
2: Well the, I don't understand allegedly. it was never nobody ever saw it. It was painted over by the time the cops showed up.
3: Because you think you want to leave that on your house?
2: No. I don't want to leave it on my house? No, but it was it was like painted over and repaired at nine in the morning, on the very day it, it showed up. Yeah,
3: I wouldn't want that those words on my house either.
2: Jay, yeah. Jay, you know that you okay. you were hold on, hold on, Jay. Okay. Here we go. Here there we go. Goes. Here we go. Uh, you can be outraged about this if you want. But I want you to be equally outraged about the Georgia congresswoman who made up out of whole cloth the whole go back to where you came from thing.
3: I saw that. The one that was on the uh, – I saw that. Yes, that's stupid too. Okay. I have, I have no problem racial,
2: racial hoaxes in which black students put nooses on their own doorknobs and report them to the authorities are real. They do happen in certain cases. Am I saying? Thinking, say am I saying? Am I saying that You're, LeBron James? Two
3: different things. Am I you saying really that LeBron,
2: LeBron? Am I saying that LeBron James perpetrated a racial hoax? No, I don't know if he did, but I don't have enough to conclude emphatically that it actually happened. No one was arrested. Because- the case is cold. No one ever saw the actual, you know, def- uh, defacement. I have to so stop you, short of saying I know conclusively it it happened. See, you're taking LeBron at his word.
3: Because I cuz I'm pretty sure that you don't want to leave that up on your house just so ESPN or I Fox know. can come and photograph it. I'm pretty sure that's where LeBron is thinking. But okay, you know what? I'll give you that.
2: <laughs> but wouldn't yeah, you have said wouldn't you have said, "Well, I I'm pretty sure to believe a Congresswoman?"
3: I saw that woman. I it, <laughs>
2: All right, anyway, and back just, to Whitlock. Back to Whitlock. So, so then,
3: yeah. all last week, he hijacks the sports news because he's angry because LeBron... Now, I had to, I had to do some, some digging. You know, Whitlock's parents divorced, and his dad wasn't in his life for a little bit. Do you think he has a little envy because LeBron is way too into his kid's life? Do you think so? Would I be crazy in thinking that?
2: No. But again... Really?
3: Because he seems to attack LeBron for being in his kid's life a lot. And he did so last week. Who cares that LeBron got excited at an AAU game? Who cares that LeBron was in the dunk at the layoff line of an AAU game? It wasn't a high school game. It wasn't a playoff game. It was an AAU game. It's a well, big, that is, big deal.
2: That is a point I made in a previous podcast. I said AAU basketball is the lowest of the low. It is the most selfish, disorganized bucket of crabs. Let me yes, show out for whoever's is. around. The rosters are comprised of, hey, what are you doing Saturday afternoon at two? Oh, you want to be on the team? Great. There is no coaching whatsoever. So that,
3: that's very true.
2: But he, but but the the hook of Whitlock's argument, and I thought it was hard to refute, is that he told his own mom to sit her ass down before.
3: That was and, in a playoff game. And she was getting a little too loud. Oh, okay. A little okay. bit different than a playoff game okay. and a AAU game in July. A little right. bit different.
2: Was it was it douchey of LeBron to be doing all that stuff, like the dunking and the and the high five and everything else?
3: Different generation. Again, you're coming from some someone. I'm not a LeBron fan at all, but I saw that and I was like, eh. LeBron gets got hyped at his son's game because you know what? He's not that much older than his kids. So is that's he, another thing. He's not like your dad, and my dad.
2: He's like
3: twenty years older than us.
2: Is Whitlock a sellout?
3: Oh my God, yes! He's doing this for the money. Wow. You don't think he? Well, I don't know. You know, what? it's fun because there there are people who <laughs> there are people who like Jason Ricklock because he says things that they think. And they go, oh, I love Whitlock. He says it right on. But then they hate people like Bomani Jones, who I love, because he says he says different things. Well, that's true.
2: That's right. true of anybody. That if if somebody says something that resonates with you, then then you agree. I just thought his argument had pretty sound logic, which was you can support your kid without being a douchebag, and the fact you're LeBron James doesn't matter or shouldn't matter.
3: But you know, but you don't think Whitlock goes out of his way to be on the other side of the fence and he makes his stuff up. You don't ever see that cuz I see it. But, but maybe I think you know, uh, I, I think I think different lens than you
2: are. I think Clay Travis has made a career out of contrarianism. I think Whitlock yeah, is smarter and better at it. But you know, someone like if a white person had espoused the same opinion as Whitlock, how would you treat it? Would you treat it as way. racist?
3: No, I just said it's just this is, I would have rolled like I I would have done it like I did Whitlock, rolled my eyes and go, That's the stupidest take I've ever heard in my entire life.
2: Okay. Well,
3: Again, because LeBron is only like eleven years older than his kids. That's really funny about that. <laughs> so so they're they on a di- they're on a different plane than like my dad and your dad were. Different
2: more importantly, plane. more importantly on LeBron, how how many minutes total? aggregate lifetime have you seen of mrs lebron
3: you know what that's a he he still has mrs lebron the original and i've only seen her like twice
2: i know have you seen I her
3: she's she, she, she's the anti Steph curry wife
2: okay question Uh-oh. are we sure because lebron's been married a good while now right least 15 16 years
3: at, at least 15 years in country yeah
2: okay you're telling me lebron james had his last new piece of pussy 15 years ago i'll hang oh, up and i'll hang God. up and i li- will hang up <laughs> and listen off the air
3: i would be an idiot for thinking that lebron has ever stepped out i'd be an idiot
2: okay but, but, fair but enough again, i don't begrudge it i don't know the relationship she obviously she loves being mrs lebron and knows her role And plays it well. That's fine. Question.
3: Some women women know how to play their role being a wife of an athlete.
2: Question. This is the more fascinating question to me. How does LeBron navigate the world of the thirstiest, nastiest girls on the planet and stay out of trouble? Walk me through that procedure because that fascinates me jay because i agree there's no fucking way that lebron james has had his last new piece of pussy 15 years ago no way i'm
3: gonna say this so steph curry is getting strange on the side
2: okay so how then does lebron james get steered on to hot ass chicks who are going to satisfy his sexuality as an alpha male without compromising him in any way shape or form photos social media claims of assault it's whispers etc cetera, etc cetera. where do you get them
3: okay I'm thinking you have to have this is where your voice come into play they have to get them from point A to point B they have to do the hookups because he's got a nice little conghetti pack
2: with of him. course of so course have I'd, I'd call him a posse appointment like appointment. Phil Jackson did but then I don't want to be called a racist. They are his. Uh, How about crew? His, call them his crew. Well, there you go. If it's is that C- racist also? Yes, it is. They, his they boys, must be called. His, oh, his that's pet. so racist! So racist! Yeah. No, okay, they are right his. Back. They are his business associates, Jay.
3: Okay. They are his I, marketing
2: I'm, partners of the LeBron James brand.
3: I'm thinking somehow they're involved in the meeting because you can't DM because as soon as you DM, receipts going to put that right but yeah. yeah it has to be he has to have a guy whose whole job is to it's like like in like uh, the heavy metal roadies they would throw uh they would bring on. they would pick the girls who would come back yeah, right. there's got to be a guy for that
2: but here's the problem you can vet until you're blue in the face at multiple levels of is she cool is she cool okay bump her up to the next level And then guy number two vets her, checks out her social media background. Who's your mom? Who's your dad? Where are you from? What do you do? What do you want? Bing, bang, boom. You can then get them into LeBron's lair. You can strip her of all electronics. Make sure she puts her phone in the Derek Jeter basket of shame (laughs) at the front door, right? (laughs) She can have a great time. You can send her home in a limo with a gift pack. That says, like I, just, "I just, I just fuck LeBron James." Yeah, yeah. with a T-shirt, I just
3: fucked LeBron James.
2: All right. <laughs> exactly. With a with a DVD of LeBron's highlights, and maybe, <laughs> and maybe a candy bouquet. You know, right. You Might can,
3: even get her job with Clutch Sports. You can do all. Really
2: you can do all that, Jay. You know what you can't do? You can't Shut stop up. her from going rogue, at some undefined point in the future.
3: How about this? How about maybe LeBron James is the one guy who's faithful to his wife <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh that's the funniest thing you've ever said, Jay. <laughs> that's I, funny I really, I really
3: didn't be, like I really didn't believe that like all guys cheat until Ahmad Rashad cheated on Claire Huxtable. That's what I knew there the outrage this game. The, oh yes, he cheated on Claire Hustable and left her I know for s- a scandalous white woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, who did he? Who did he uh, leave her for?
3: Oh, some young white chick.
2: Oh, really? But or was longer, it someone yeah, famous? Anyway
3: don't, don't know. I don't. I don't
2: think she
3: was famous. No, I just okay. think she was a rando.
2: <sighs> just a rando. I, I, a don't rando. say all guys cheat.
3: i big being funny, but many. Maybe the, but but hold on. Man, this is why it may be LeBron James, because there's no way that somebody's not going to talk unless he makes some sign of conscience. Contra- he can't cheat. There's some You can't cheat in 2019, by the way. If you're a man, you can't do it. You're going to get caught.
2: Well, she, I, I, think, I think his wife, Mrs. LeBron.
3: Looks the other way.
2: Oh, not only looks the other way, she could be looking right at the woman walking through the front door <laughs> and give her a... <laughs>
3: Uh, give her a
2: lemon spritzer and a warm cloth on her way to the bedroom I think she has that level of understanding but I just want to know how LeBron wait keeps me, it me. from blowing up in today's whoa, day whoa, and whoa. age
3: you don't think Mrs. LeBron has an attorney on retainer better than Elid Nordgren?
2: how and would she, she have an get, attorney with whose she money? Get
3: more money she will get more money than Mrs. Tiger Woods guy.
2: I don't know. I all I know is it's fascinating because.
3: Oh no, you're right. No, but the, yeah,
2: that it. You know the. I mean, we all know Poon Tang is undefeated. Yes. And we all know LeBron James is a mega rich, world famous alpha male athlete who has the needs most, and desires. And there is, is he is,
3: the most famous athlete in America without a doubt. Yeah.
2: No, yes. no, no, in the world.
3: I know. Well, the soccer players. I think like mm. Messi. I think more yeah. people
2: know. Okay, fine. But, uh, i was saying
3: in in America. In
2: America. But LeBron's huge internationally with all the countries that play basketball, and that's quite a few countries that do. And even even the emerging basketball powers like China, they know who LeBron James is. Fuck yeah, they do.
3: Let let me ask, what would be a bigger, if Ronaldo cheated on his wife or Messi or LeBron?
2: Uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo just beat a rape rap.
3: That's right, a rape charge. Yeah. Do you think that got more would get more play? I think it, it got a lot. I didn't get a lot of play here, but I'm sure no. in the in the other parts of the world it got a lot of play.
2: Yeah. How big is LeBron's dick, do you think?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that I've wrong? That is one? that wrong <laughs> of me to ask? I just <laughs> I never
3: thought about that one. But okay. I will let what if,
2: like a, what if LeBron that's, what if LeBron at six foot eight? And chiseled had a unusually modest piece of junk.
3: Don't you think some girl would blog about that?
2: Well, that's that, the thing.
3: That would be, that would be single LeBron.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. <coughs> like, what if what if LeBron just had you know, for whatever genetic freak of nature it was, he he was endowed with normal, you know, six inch accountant penis. And and and, be- and 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 what if women are like, I can't believe it. Baby, I'm about to get with the king himself. He's so amazing. He's so muscular. He's so gentle. And he's so nice. And his Whoa. dick And then they're and then they're disappointed. What if LeBron his whole life had to look at women and their disappointed faces when they see his dick? They're like, Oh, is that it? Really? Is it getting any bigger than that? <laughs> oh fuck. All he's right.
3: gotta have some downfall. And let's let's hope that's the one.
2: All right, I will put I will put Whitlock's take takes under a a sharper microscope to see. Because
3: I think he's really making this shit up, okay. just to be seen and heard. Because he is now seen and heard. And by the way, dude, the hairpiece—you're not fooling anyone. He says day, it,
2: he says one day you
3: were bald, the next day you come back <laughs> looking like Kid and Are you fucking serious?
2: He says it's real.
3: Uh, you know, okay. He also he also gave himself the nickname Dick Sexy. Yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. enough of that. Let's move on to a couple other things. Uh, do you know that Bob Kraft has a new girlfriend?
3: He got rid of the one who had the kid with somebody else?
2: Uh, no, he didn't get rid of her. According to this New York Post story, she dumped him after the whole... Left hand cranky wanky down there at the Orchids of Asia Day spot.
3: <laughs> after, after looking at those women, if I was a woman I'd have
2: got angry too. Yeah, I would've been like, Jesus, they're ugly as shit. What's wrong with you? I would have done that for nothing. And cooked you a <laughs> right. and cooked you a steak dinner. What the and, hell and
3: man. He did, and he did that after the ASC championship game.
2: Uh before, actually. I, I think was it, was to... pre, okay. it was his pre it was his pre game stress relief. Because obviously very stressed. Uh, the Patriots owner writes page six, New York Post, took to the New York City doctor by the name of Dana Blumberg. Oh, let's look
0: what she looks like.
2: Look her up while you're there. Dana Blumberg, B L U M B E R G. I'm Dana. not even I'm not even gonna describe her. I just want to hear your audible reaction as you finally Google her up. She is more ageable.
3: And this is what? Whoa, Dana Bloomberg, MD. Woo. Maybe this is a re- a touched up picture, but she's a little smoke show. No.
2: Oh wait a minute. Oh wow. Okay, the photo I have. D- Look her up. Okay, Robert right. Kraft. Look, the picture with Kraft is a lot worse.
3: Is it a lot worse? The picture with Kraft. She- This is for Robert Kraft at seventy or whatever. There's one with her in a blue dress standing next to Kraft. She's a smoke show.
2: Yeah, she is hot as shit.
3: She she looks like statuesque. Okay. Five
2: eleven. Okay, look up, look up the New York Post because there's one of her with short hair. And she's got this weird floral blouse on. And she does not look nearly...
3: Okay, all right, I see this one. She's sitting next to Kraft, and it looks like a tennis match. And Is that sun- her?
2: Yeah, I it guess looks- it is. I guess yeah. the haircut and yeah, the, the blouse yeah. makes all the difference. Wow. There's,
3: a, there's one of her in a blue dress standing next to Kraft. Looks like right after the Super Bowl because she has a ring. She has the ring on. Yeah, this chick's a smoke show in the early pictures, the before pictures.
2: Yeah, she's she's really good head on, but this picture of her with the short hair and the weird glasses, looking Bad sideways picture. with a stork Bad neck picture. going on. Yeah. yeah, but what? Hey, wow. so you know, so anyway, he's got a new new gal. Uh, he was first seen holding hands with uh, her at the French Open, then at the World Cup final in Paris as well. Uh, that longtime love Ricky Lander broke up shortly after he got caught up in the prostitution sting in Florida earlier this year. That case, by the way, still not resolved. And um, I guess the league is not yet going to swoop in and do anything. He and Blumberg were also seen chatting up John Bon Jovi as they joined guests, including Netflix boss Ted Sarandos, Ari Emanuel, his designer girlfriend Sarah Stottinger, actress Connie Britton. <laughs> To watch a surprise appearance. I know. To watch a surprise appearance by Run DMC.
3: Kraft loves the hip-hop. I guess so. He does. No, he had, uh, was it Little Wayne? No, no. He had uh, Meek Mill playing the uh, Patriots uh, championship. Yeah.
2: Well, because he helped free Meek Mill. He sent his plane to go pick up Meek Mill after he got sprung from prison. But, Jay, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of white knowledge. You ready? (laughs) A lot of these rich white dudes, they don't really like rap. They like the thought that people think they like rap. And uh, and they love to be able to say, oh, my God, I, I love black people. Look, I got Meek Mill out of prison. It's like Trump with rapper ASAP Rocky. I mean, come on. Uh, you got to see through these pretty shallow, like, hey, let me help out this one guy. What do I care? So there you go. There's you're, your white knowledge for the day.
3: You're saying like, like in a you, do you know the phenomenon in movies called the white savior?
2: Uh no. Do tell.
3: Uh, you know movies like The Blind Side, Dangerous Minds, The White Savior, Radio. If this no. black person couldn't do anything,
2: without a white person this, saving their a, ass, exactly.
3: Yeah. So yeah.
2: yeah, well that's I can't true. We've
3: never heard that one. we have yeah. yeah, the white saving phenomenon in movies. Yes.
2: Yeah, well, but that said, blindside was true. It was a white family. (laughs) I mean, you can't deny the truth on that. Okay. All right, have you seen Antonio Brown's feet?
3: The blisters on that. Do you think the Steelers' dodge one? you think it could turn out to be bad?
2: I mean, this is your team. Are you now laughing your ass off? And do you think the Raiders are having buyer's remorse right now? I am. How come Antonio Brown hasn't explained how the fuck this happened?
3: And how come you didn't, you know, take care of this earlier? People always wait till training,
2: right, time
3: to take care of shit, right. I don't understand that one. Was he
2: was he doing wind sprints on lava rocks
3: <laughs> in
2: Hawaii?
3: His feet look jacked up,
2: all torn the fuck up. Now, Dr. David Chow, our favorite Twitter doctor, Dr. Chow. I say that in that voice because that's what. Leslie Chow spoke like in the hangover, so I'm okay yes, there. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Mr. Chow also said, So long, gay boys.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I can't you can't say half the <laughs> thing.
2: You really can't. You can't say it anymore. So Dr. David Chow said that he thinks it was due to excessive water or sweating on his feet that led to an infection. But Ooh. man, those feet are jacked up. Is it possible he decided he he would do this knowing he'd get a lot of blisters so he wouldn't have to then go through training camp and work out and he could have August off to let his feet recover? Because in a month, his feet are going to be fine, and then the season starts.
3: So you're going to do this and not get used to taking terrible passes from Derek Carr, (laughs) which you have to be in sync with? I don't know. I'm going to say that. your little synopsis That's Okay.
2: All right. Uh, I would, I would tend By to the agree way, I there. Can't
3: wait to their hard knocks. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, that should be actually pretty fun. Should be and pretty fun. Let,
3: so, on your, I was, I was uh, listening to uh, somebody talk about Jay, uh, Jay Gruden. Where is he on your list of hated coaches? Do you hate him or no. do you pity him?
2: No, I, I don't hate him. Uh, just like I, I didn't hate Norv. I hated that Norv was allowed to exist for so long through a confluence of an owner in John Kent Cook who didn't have the balls to fire him and then an ownership change after that that prolonged his tenure. It was just bad. I mean, Jay is a guy who knows this is his last head coaching gig. He's never getting another head coaching job. He has almost no chance of making the playoffs with this roster this year. And so why rock the boat?
3: I asked that because Jay's press conferences, he always has to have some stupid joke. Oh he yeah. He's funny. Yeah. I don't know who told him he was funny, because he's not. Everything and, he... the, and the dumb media laughs at anything he says.
2: Exactly.
3: But that would make me as a fan, I would be incensed. Jay. That that's how he likes to run it like because I knew when they had the Josh Norman thing, did he make a joke? Yes, I, did, I didn't hear. Yes, did he, of course. First
2: comments of how'd you feel about your star cornerback jumping over bulls over the summer, and he's like, "eh, I wasn't worried about it. He knows how to avoid contact." <laughs>
3: okay, because that's what I want to hear. All right, okay.
2: Jay, here's the thing: you are you are under the silly notion that the coach of this team I root for matters. And as long as Dan owns, and as long as Bruce sits in that giant office of his with a cooler, freshly stocked full of Coors Light by a trainer whose only job is to make sure that's the case, true story, guess what? It don't matter. This is all deck chairs and the Titanic, brother. So I'm not mad at Jay. Jay is a go-along, get-along guy because he knows this is his last ride as a head coach. He'll be a coordinator. He's a good coordinator. But this is it for him, so why rock the boat? Why go storming into Dan's office saying, would you fucking pay Trent Williams what he deserves so I can have a chance to evaluate whether the quarterback you picked, asshole, is any good? No, he's not going to do that.
3: To one day have a... a, a uh, doing everything bad about Dan Snyder and me doing every, anything about the worst owner in sports, James Dolan. But people say it's Snyder. I'd love to go back and forth. It's close. He did this. this. Yeah.
2: I think Dolan's worse. I think Dolan's worth, and I think there's. We'll we'll do the owner rankings uh, maybe next week. But I believe that you know (sighs) Snyder's fifth worst. I think there's four people worse than him. Believe it or not.
3: I was gonna say I don't know who they are, but okay, all right.
2: Dolan's one for sure. sure.
3: Dolan's one, and it's not even close.
2: Yes. All right, Jay. As always, a pleasure, my friend. And uh, next time you get a job offer that's in a field that I might have some expertise in, just call me.
3: I think I think I made the right decision on this one, so I'm okay with it. I didn't, okay. I didn't I didn't toss and turn. I didn't right. go. Oh, I think I'm no. I was like, I feel good about this
2: one. All right, very good. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. See you, Dave. There you go. Ran out of music bed there. I normally don't bump Jay out with his same theme song, but I decided to this time and had no idea i cut it off partial. That'd be my mistake right there. Yeah, whose mistake else would it be, idiot? Oh, whose mistake else would it be? Huh, looks like my heckler needs to work on his grammar. Huh. We'll end on this today. Brooks Like, former Washington Capitol, is married to the impossibly perfect blonde dancing spitfire by the name of Julianne Huff. Also an actress, Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff recently posed fully nude but tastefully done with the uh, essential parts covered up by hands and or legs at certain angles and talked about all kinds of things, including telling her husband, well, I'm definitely not straight, whatever that means. Brooks Like, meanwhile, admitted on a podcast recently to sucking his wife's toes, saying that she really liked it, adding, What the heck? We have fun. Why not? Look, I'm not even a toe guy, but I know some are, and I don't begrudge it. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not even a toe guy, but for Julianne Hough, I would, yeah. It doesn't matter how dirty them feet are. If that's what she likes, that's what she's going to get. And with that, we bid you a farewell today here on the Zabecast. Thank you so much for downloading, subscribing. Please rate, review. It helps out the algorithms. Let's gin this thing up. Let's spread the word. Let's propagate quality spoken word podcasts far and wide to many new listeners who may have never heard of me. And they will say thank you. Thank you so much for turning me on to this guy. He really is quite entertaining. And his cast of characters that come roaming in are are quite entertaining as well. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great Tuesday. And we will see you next time.
1: dot com.